Hey, I'm Camille. Good morning. I'm Jessica, and we are Highly Hormonal. Thank you guys so much for being here um, and tuning in. Camille and I are just tickled that folks are actually listening. Yes. So if you're watching on YouTube, thank you. If you're listening um, to the podcast uh, on any podcatcher, Audible, Apple, Spotify, we appreciate you guys. Yeah. Absolutely. How's it going? What's up in your world? Okay. I'm a little sleepy, although I have been up for hours and should be awake. I'm not. And I podcast in, in the upstairs area. We've done this a few times and I turned the air on up here because it's a mini split. So it's not circulated with my house air. And I came up here and cranked it when I got up this morning. So it's like a winter wonderland in here. It's I- 60 degrees is what I'm about to read. I uh, will get to that. Watching, I haven't watched anything. One of the kids found a new show, though, that I want to watch. It's on Disney Plus, and I feel bad that I don't remember the name of it, but basically the gist is it's about a heavier American who is going to travel and do all these things that people his size typically do not do. So things you do not think about heavy people doing. So it's kind of like breaking barriers and like showing base. I mean, it's really inspirational. I really like it. Or the idea. I haven't watched it. I can't yeah. say I like it. No, no, no. I get the premise. You like the premise of it. I have no new podcast. And I've noticed like here recently, we've not been talking about what we're eating. And I think it's because we don't eat breakfast typically and we're drinking yeah. our coffee, but I can tell you I'm ready for lunch and my lunch today is going to be leftover Mexican from dinner Ooh, last night. Fajita nice. burrito, steak fajita burrito. Mm, nice. Okay. Yeah. So what about you? What you wearing, eating, drinking, watching, listening to all well, the things? I am also just very relaxed uh, this morning. It's hot as blue blazes here, uh, seventh level of hell. But I'm wearing like a really light thin t-shirt that says cool with being uncool. Uh, A little woman-owned business. She's a friend of mine. Online business makes these shirts among other shirts and some really cute stuff. So I'll have to link her, put her stuff in the uh, comments because shout out to Shannon for this cute little shirt. I am drinking my coffee. I've got my my mug. I'm doing whatever I want now. I bought this cup when I retired because that's kind of my theme. I just do whatever I want now, anytime right. I want to. And then, again, no breakfast. Not sure about lunch. I had a great um, sandwich, a bacon and tomato sandwich last night. So that was my dinner. That's the last thing I ate. Yeah, and we're going to talk about reading. I watching Sunday nights or my trash TV. So I watched my 90 day fiance last night. Just one of the whole franchise is terrible. So terrible. It's good. Like it's so terrible. I have to watch every week, like a train wreck. And I watched an episode last night and then to, you know, there's like another part of the franchise tonight. And then there's like a spinoff that was last night, but I didn't watch it, but it'll be on like Hulu or TLC go app or whatever. I'll wind up catching up this week, but I don't know. It's just trashy and I just, I love it. I just cannot turn away from the can, trash. Can I say something about trash TV? <clears throat> um, I know I don't watch a lot of TV now, but I, de- I did before we had a farm. Russell mm-hmm. and I watched tons of sports and stuff, but we got to talk about trash TV the other day. Yep. We used to watch all kinds of trash TV and I might've already asked you about this. Do okay. you remember lizard lick towing? Yes. Yes. We watched. 
We did too. Oh, I've not thought about that terrible show in a long Kids at his old house, he had a TV, one of them old square box TVs. Yes. Sitting on the counter in his kitchen. And we used to eat breakfast or dinner or whatever because, you know, True TV would run those marathons so you could watch Mm, Lizard Lick go in 24 hours a day. Yeah. So we'd be in there eating, watching that. You know, we could have moved our food to the living room, but he had a, a little bitty TV in the kitchen that we used to watch. That's hilarious. So other than it. 90 Day Fiance, what other trash TV do you like? It's really that whole little franchise. I mean, that sounds crazy because they're all, it's all trash TV. Books! Yeah. Something okay. we talk about literally episode, but we're diving deep today. Yes. And we talk about it even when we're not recording. Like, we mm-hmm. still talk about books. So, mm-hmm. anyway. I mean, Camille and I were on this little, we went to a convention together and we're literally sitting at a bar having drinks. There is loud music, dancing, there's karaoke. The karaoke was pretty good too. It's loud as hell and Camille and I are yelling at each other about books. This is a priority. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So do we want to start with favorite genres, favorite authors, Things we've DNF'd, unpopular opinions about some very popular books. Oh, yeah. Uh, Okay, I did too. Uh, Things we give, how we rate, you know, one to five stars. What do we want? Where do we want to start? Let's pick a place. I don't, I don't really care. um, But you did talk, you touched on that about unpopular opinions. Okay. I'm going to mention a book because I know that you have read it too. We've both read it. Okay. Yes. No, I haven't read Verity. No, really? No, I haven't read that one. That's one of hers I have not read. I've read a couple of Coho's. That's what people call her, Coho. But that's not one I've read yet. I think that one's real controversial, though. Like, a lot of people either totally love it or totally hate it. Well, you know, the more that I dive into Colleen Hoover in general, people love her or hate her. I mean, and she's popular, and she's selling tons of books, and she's publishing books pretty quickly too mm-hmm. like if you love yes. her you're always gonna I mean not always because if you're a big reader you're devouring books quick right but like sure. you got a lot of options for her and like new options coming out all the time um, but from my understanding Verity was like self-published that was not published from her okay. publisher because okay. it was so far off from what she writes I had a love-hate relationship with it People either really hated it or really loved it. And it's funny. I think I'm neutral. I think I'm like the odd man out with it. So I hear about Colleen Hoover. The things that people don't like about her is they don't feel like she writes strong female characters. She, they feel like those that they're flawed or I don't know. I think a lot of feminists have issues with it because they feel like these women allow themselves to be abused and whatever. And I don't, I just want to say something about that. I don't think any woman is putting herself in a situation to allow herself to be abused. Mm -hmm. And I think this care, her characters that in those books that they are, that's, it's probably a reflection of the real world. No, no woman is asking for that. You know, I don't know. I'm defending her and I don't like devour all of her books, but I think, I don't know. I think it's unfair. And I also think it goes back to something you and I touched on the other day that women don't support other women. Yeah. And I mean, obviously there's probably not tons of men reading her books, but I don't know. I just, I guess I just, 
it's an opinion, you know, it is an opinion. Not everything is yeah. put out for you. I don't know that you have to tear it up. So I don't know. I really want you to read it, but you've okay. read some of her ups. Are they on your like top fave? No, I mean, they're, they're good and I liked mm-hmm. them, but I mean, no, they're probably not like ones that I would just absolutely say, oh my gosh, please read this author. I mean, I, and again, I like her. I mean, don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. I like the ones I've read, but now I also have not devoured everyone that she has currently out. Like I have not gone back and like, oh, I've got to read this one. I've got to read this mm-hmm. one. Let me read the next one. I have, I mean, I read a couple and then I put it down and went on to a different you know, different author. I mean, so I'm, you know, she, I, she didn't pull me in so that I had to read everything she'd written right then, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Well, so. you have even mentioned on the, the podcast before that you're a critic. It's really hard to get a four or five star from yeah. you. Yeah, so, it really is. So tell me, what does it take to get her a four or a five star review from Camille? And what's it okay. going to take for Camille to reach out and say, y'all need to read this book? Okay. A four or a five for me, I mean, a five has a really high stand. I mean, like, it's about the emotion that the book evokes in me, okay? So, if a book makes me cry or when I close it, I'm like, such a, I mean, like, I just feel something mm-hmm. or I feel something while I'm reading, even if it is severe, like, anger, that is going to get a four or a five from me. Now, the okay. ones that just really, I think about them afterwards and, like, I wish, you know, gosh, I can't wait for the next one to come out by this author or in this series. That is a five. I rarely five anything, five star anything. Because I'm just, I think I'm very, because I read so much. I just, if I'm reading super fast and it doesn't make me want to just invest in the next one or the next book by this author, that's not a five to me. So, yeah, but it's about the emotion. Well, let me follow up with this, um, because what you're describing, there have been books that I've given a five or like a series that I loved or an author I just loved. And then I move on to a different series by them or a standalone. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, so disappointed Mm -hmm. and I'm like how can I love the majority and then I hate this one you know Mm -hmm. so like where do you rate an author then if you've devoured something and loved it and it's been a five and you can't wait to read the next book and then it comes out and you're disappointed do you go back to that author do you give them another try are you done I might give them another try but it's gonna be a while I mean like it will be a long while if I'm it, it I will pick that author back up if I'm in a slump and decide, oh, I don't know what to read. Well, I know I like this. I didn't like the last one, but I'll try something else or try a new series by that author or something like that. Yeah, I'll give them another try, but it'll be a while, like a long while probably. Okay. I don't know. It's so funny. I mean, we all like what we like and we dislike what we dislike, but I, I'm just, it's hard to get a four or five out of me. It's just real hard. Okay. Camille's three is a, is still a good book. It's still a good standard worth your time. It just ain't going to knock yeah. your socks off. Yeah. Yeah. And it might knock somebody else's socks off. It just it didn't knock mine off. And now okay. I like it. And I like that we're talking about this because everybody yeah. views it different. That's right. Uh, listen, I'll give a five star real quick. I don't yeah. know. I'm emotional. I'm like, yeah, loved it. You yeah. know. Yeah, it's gotta be shit if I'm not finished. Okay, so let's talk. Okay, let me give my unpopular opinion about two books. One's a classic, 
Okay. And one is like one that was big, pretty popular back, I don't know, five years. I mean, like about five years ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. Unpopular opinion on my classic, The Great Gatsby. I hated it. Oh, thank God. I mean, I was like, what is this? Why does everybody rave about this book? I could not figure it out. Okay. And I'm going to get a lot of hate comments about that, but I'm just telling you, I like it twice in my life because I thought, well, maybe when I, it was required reading, that's why I hated it, you know? And so, but then I read it again, like about three years ago. And I was like, what is this? And one of my, my own children loves that book, loves it. I just like, I honestly psychologically don't know what it was. I just felt like if you started it, you had to finish it. Yeah. I don't know if that's some ingrained something for my parents. It's a like, personality trait, I think, because I'm the yeah. same. Okay, so I've always been that way literally until this year. And now my do not finish, I'm going to say it's on Kindle Unlimited. It's I only have one physical hard copy book I've never not finished. Mm-hmm. Um, But like, I honestly think it's, like having an e-reader that makes me that way now. Maybe. I mean, I had it last year. I don't know. I was like really slow to the game. I always like try not to get into the newest things. And that's a personality yeah. trait too. When somebody, when a book is super popular and everybody's reading it, like the Twilight series, which we can touch on. Everybody was reading that book. The movies were coming out. And I was like, I'm not jumping on the bandwagon. I don't, like your shirt. I'm cool with not being cool. I don't, you're uh-huh. all doing it. I'm not doing it kind yep. of thing. But once I started, when I got the Kindle app on my phone, because I don't have an actual device, just an app, it was just too easy. Mm-hmm. You know, in the middle of the night, you know, one o'clock in the morning, I've been reading something and I was like, wow, this past hour, it's been crap. And it just doesn't seem redeemable. Uh-huh. Let's see what else is on Kindle Unlimited that I don't yeah. have to pay for right now. We'll just hop over here. And then I'd hop over to something else. And I'm like, oh, this has my attention. And I would just, life would move on and I'd never come back. Mm-hmm. So, but a physical hard copy, I've got to see it till the end. I don't know why, but I wrote it down. The only one I've never finished and I own it. I can pull it up here and show it to you. It's called Little Disasters by Sarah Vaughn. I've not heard of it. It's a psychological thriller, and I looked it up, other people's opinion in preparation for this episode, and I think it's got like a 4.4 on Goodreads or maybe Mm -hmm. on Amazon somewhere, Mm -hmm. and I'm just like, really? How? And I'm like, is maybe (laughs) the end end like pulls it all together, because it is a psychological thriller, but it just is slow. I have literally tried to read it for almost two years. Oh, dear. And and I just, I finally said, I just don't know that I'm going to finish it. But now that I've looked it up and people give it pretty good reviews, I'm maybe the end pulls it all together. I don't. Yeah. It makes me wonder if there's not a split personality going on that I haven't picked up on. So maybe she's just outsmarted me and she's just so damn brilliant. Yeah. Um, But that's the only one I haven't hard copy. I've not finished. So what about you? You said you're the same kind of. Yes. I would have never DNF'd a book until probably the last few years. I just wouldn't have. I mean, I would have slogged through no matter, skimmed like the last, and I would have just skimmed a page and be like, okay, where's the dialogue? Oh, there it is. Okay. Read, read, read. Okay. Skim the next two pages of descriptions. Okay. Dialogue. Go. I mean, like I would, okay. But over, but, and so, so to say that, 
I have started to DNF books over the last couple of years only because I've realized who, who, t- who says I can't not read it. I mean, who says I have to, like, it's, I'm not getting a, I'm not writing a report. I'm not like, there's no prize if I don't read the, I mean, like I don't lose a prize if I don't read this. So I've started realizing like, look, just read what you want to read and like put the rest of that crap down. Did you, you know, come just to that conclusion else. on your own or yes. were you talking to about books with other people and your girlfriend like just stop Camille just quit no I just was like it, I don't know it was like a revelation like why am I reading I don't like this mm-hmm. and I just thought so I don't have to read it like anyway so it was like a like you know the angels saying you do not have to finish this book <laughs> so anyway um but that being said I've probably DNF'd less than five my entire life because I've just now started doing it within the last couple of years and I right. can't even tell you which ones those are because here's what happens I keep up with everything on Goodreads we mentioned Goodreads okay not sponsored but and so I've been keeping up with my books on there for more than 10 years. So if I get on, if I start a book and I've got it on there and I'm ready and I decide to DNF it, I just delete it. I don't even like give it a one star just or whatever, like to act like I finished it. I get rid of it. So I can't even tell you what those are because I don't keep up with the ones that I don't DNF, you know? Mm -hmm. So, and I don't own really, I have probably less than 10 physical books that I own at this point. And that is because we can talk physical, Kindle, audio, we can segue into that. The reason I don't own hard copies right now, I have a few sitting around because I'm currently reading them or they're my next read. I do not buy books anymore, physical books, because when we moved in to RV, our our Airstream, last year, it's been a year now, I knew I couldn't bring hundreds of books. Mm-hmm. I could not yeah. bring so I really dove into Audible, which I already had, but I really wasn't doing much with it. I dove into Audible and Kindle because those I can definitely take with me. I can take hundreds of books. Mm -hmm. want to wherever I go so I really dove into the electronic side of reading and just don't have physical books now the physical books I do currently have are ones like I like what I call a book study I'm reading it to like it's a self-help it might be a bible study it might be a you know some kind of growth some kind of business book or something like that health where I'm taking notes, I'm highlighting so I want the physical book so that I can like, I can keep information out of it, but I don't, I just don't have like novels or anything like that. It had to change your living situation. Now that you're moving back into a a physical home and you are going to kind of put down roots again, more or less, do you think you'll stay as an ebook reader? Or do you think you'll go back more to a physical copy? Like, do you, if your preference, it didn't matter where you were or whatever, would you prefer a physical book? Or are you like, nope, I'm a changed woman and I'm an e-reader now? I probably still prefer a physical book, but I will not go back to buying books. And part of it is also because I have realized from Tiny Lid, from uh, Airstream Living, that if I buy a book to read once I've read it, not going to read it again so mm-hmm. I don't see any purpose in keeping it so I donate it to the little local little free library or I find a friend and I'm like hey you might like this one and I just give it away I don't keep hard 
uh, physical copies anymore, even of the few that I've had over the last year. So I don't think I'll, I don't think I'll go back to that. I don't think I'll go. If I buy one, I'm going to give it away. I'm not going to keep a physical library. I won't say ever, but I mean like. Well, if ones. you, if you have some physical copies and you do not want them, you can. I know where I can them. send them. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. And I have a lot. I mean, and I'd really, I have a lot of friends that read. So yeah, I mean, but that's just kind of, yeah. But if I really get the feel like, oh, I really want to read a hardback or I really want a physical copy to like, I don't know. I just, I'll go to the library and check something out. Like, I mean, really, like I use my li- my local library. And I have do you feel two like the local library local. has a really good selection? Yeah. I mean, so, I, excuse me, I'll just, I'll go to the library. I like the library. I always have. So, you know. Okay. So I like the library, but I like the environment of the library. I just like being there. But like that being said, it's a book. If I like a bookstore too. I just like the environment. I like the way a book smells. Mm-hmm. So I love a place that has tons of books because it has that smell. I'm all about like a locally owned independent bookstore, but there are not a lot of those where I live. That's one thing about wish there were a lot more options here. You know, folks that are listening that live in a large city, like this is probably really hard for you to comprehend. You know, there's probably a dime a dozen and you got your favorites or whatever. Whenever I travel, I always buy a book, a physical Mm -hmm. book from every place I've gone. And it doesn't have to be like a native writer or anything pertaining to that trip. I just want a physical book from wherever I've gone. And I always try to buy it from a local bookshop. That's not always feasible or the op you know, available option, Mm -hmm. but like, I, I should have looked this up there. I don't know if they have like a name for it, but like being surrounded by books makes me feel good. Mm -hmm. Like it releases endorphins. I don't know. It makes me a happy person. I've got, I I have a stack of books. I'm going to say there are probably 40, 50 books in this house, physical copies. I've not read Mm -hmm. that I want to read. And then I think I'm going to read them, but then I'll go buy another book knowing that's a thing. I mean, you don't have physical copies, but when you did, is that like, it's some kind of disease. You got, it's a a collect, you're a collector of books. Yeah. That's what I, that's, and that was what I became was a collector of books. And so when we decided to move into our Airstream, I knew I couldn't collect books anymore. And I really didn't want boxes of books just sitting in storage. Mm-hmm. waiting on me mm-hmm. I just really didn't I didn't because I didn't feel like it was fair to the book no that it's sounds great got feelings too okay but because that I mean that you know that sounds a little cuckoo mature but Mm-mm. like I just thought this why why do I have boxes I just don't want boxes of books sitting around unread and so I just began to either read them or give them away, literally to just give them away. Cause it's like, that's not like I can't buy that book again, you know, later if I just, whatever, and I'm going to find some other book that I want to read too. So yeah, that, that's really where I am. Well, I did some research and we live in a very automated time. Like I was talking about, like I'm a do not, you know, I, I DNF a book now easily on Kindle. Because I can and because we have so many options and Kindle obviously is not the only app 
Um, sure, you know, of course. Oh, yeah, of course. And we are not body. This is just no. our personal usage. But I did do some research and I looked up some information. Most Americans and most folks in the United Kingdom prefer physical copies still. Okay. Even in this world of technology. And I was looking, so we also mentioned Audible, like that's a thing. So you can also listen. And so it's not just act- actual physical reading, right. just like you folks are listening to us right now. You can listen to books and, and our yeah. podcast is available on Audible too. And Audible has multiple subscriptions. And so I was looking as of 2020, there mm-hmm. were 300 million active users each month on Audible. Oh, wow. Okay. That's a lot. Yeah. For sure. So you think that people are, are using that, but then there are so many other people that would still prefer hardback or a paperback, you know, just a physical copy. Um, it's mainly Americans using Audible and mm-hmm. believe it or not, it's 25 to 34 year olds that mm-hmm. use Audible more. Okay. And I don't know why that was surprising to me. I guess that is probably more of that age group that is more super into technology, like you know, major advances and, you know, when things came along, but most folks are still preferring a physical copy, but it looks like 60 some odd percent. Y'all we'll have links in the show notes to give you like real in-depth stuff, but it's like 63% or so of folks do both, but people still, even people who say kind of like me that do use some kind of app or ebook device, They still prefer that physical copy, even though that they'll revert to that. How many books do you read a year? Anywhere between 40 and 60. I average about 50 books a year. Okay. So So what's that one a week on average? Last year, I I read 97 and it became easier and quicker for me to read because of the app. I didn't feel like I didn't sleep much last year because that's when I'd read when my kids would go to bed, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So you read a lot. I've not read nearly as much this year. My reading Mm -hmm. is down significantly. What do you think? How many books do you think the average American reads in a year? I'm going to say 12. Why are you smart? Yes. One a month. I figure people (laughs) read like one a month on an average. Yeah. So like the average is like 12.6 or something. Yes. Do I win a prize? I like a prize. Well, I'd send you a book, but you don't want it. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> Never mind. Just that'd be fine. Okay. Let's talk favorite genres because mm. we have some that are the same. I like psychological thrillers. Yep. Same. Mystery. Uh, yep. Mystery, psychological thrillers. I do like romance. Yeah. I, I don't read that as much. If it's not smutty and y'all know that because I'll say, you know, I'm reading some little smutty something, something, whatever. And I've got some like smut recommendations for y'all, but I do like horror. I know you don't like that. And then then I have not ever mentioned, not even one on here, but it's hilarious. Probably the majority of what I read overall in my lifetime is historical fiction and, but it's romantic. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. usually set during World War One, World War Two, whatever, star-crossed lovers, or a fresh new romance and war breaks out, whatever. I love historical fiction, but I want there to be a lot of actual facts. You know, the mm-hmm. little love story can be fake, but like whatever dates or places oh, yeah. being quoted, mm-hmm. yeah. like that better be real. If you say you know, whatever war broke out in this town on this date, like that better be accurate or Mm -hmm. I'm going to be pissed because I Google it. If I don't remember from school, I Google it. Like, yeah, that better be right. 
What do you, right. what about you? What's your favorites? Well, I'm with the thriller mysteries and the right and romances probably comes in third for me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like that chick lit fun, quick, easy read, pick it up, read it in a day, you know, kind of. Okay. With a, a little smut. Still little. In. It's fine. It's fine. I'm fine with a little smut. Okay. Uh, I just read one recently. I wish I could remember which one it was. <laughs> it had me like hot flashing in the car. I was like, Oh yeah, a knock em out by Lucy Score. It was one of the knock em out series by Lucy Score. There you go. Okay. Things we had from the light or something like that. I don't know. Okay. I have only ever found like a couple of YA books that I even care about. I'm not a YA fan. I am not into fairies. I just that's not my genre. I have read them and a few that I've read, I, I mean they were fine. I enjoyed it for what it was, like it was a romance or whatever. But I'm not into the whole other world. I'm not into anything paranormal, so, um, like supernatural kind of. I'm not really into sci-fi. I have, again, I've read a couple that I thought were fine, whatever. Now, probably the one series that I read, uh, like vampire series, <laughs> we can talk Twilight in a minute, but I, I've i only read two series, the Twilight series and the Suki Sackhouse series. Love that. what what um what was it true, true blood, blood was on hbo on. and yes. that's the only reason i read them is because i devoured that show that was before yeah. kids y'all okay i wasn't right i yeah. read the books first and then we watched the series okay so i already knew what was happening did um, you like the series i mean the tv show was fine i preferred the books <laughs> and and really because and the only reason i even started to read them is because they're set in the south Mm-hmm. And I just picked it up one time. A lot of books I've read over the years were because I was at one point in about five different groups on Goodreads that were doing challenges. And I would have like a spell spelling challenge this month or a read this kind of book this month or, and honey, we can get, we can, okay, let me break it down. At one time I had spreadsheets with multiple tabs and every kind of challenge you can think of, like Every month I got points for things I read and reported back to the group. Like I would research books months in advance that would fit multiple challenges so I could get the most amount of points for reading a specific book that mm-hmm. fell into different categories. I had spreadsheets, Excel sheets for days, saved all of them, had them all like color coded, color. Well, Y'all, color-coded. Camille's life is color-coded. I have seen her planner, and I've seen her write in her planner, and it is color-coded and detailed to the nine. So, like, you're so organized, and, like, I can see this. Like, I I mean, and I would, like, every time I would read and finish something, I would go and update it, and then I would read, like, figure out, did it fit somewhere else, too, that I could substitute in a different book, and how many Mm -hmm. more could I read this week that would fit this specific thing and like themed challenges I even I even started my own group one time on Goodreads and did my own challenges like came up with games like book games but you were reading to like earn pieces in this game and of this puzzle and like did all these challenges like based on themes and based on different words and like like a word find puzzle. You know how you like find words? Like, okay, look for the word spaghetti in one of those big grids or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like 
you, I had like a list of 50 words in any book you wanted to read, but you had to find specific words in that book. And then you wrote what page and line that came from, from your book. And I mean, honey, I love all it. over that stuff. Craziness. I mean, it kept me busy, busy all the time. I like it. It was nuts. It was nuts. Well, your mug said, you know, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. This was years ago when I was working full-time, too. I don't know how in the world I was keeping up with all that and working outside the home full-time. I mean, teenagers. Oh, my gosh. I have no idea. I have no idea. But anyway. Okay, so that was a vampire series, and that's not yeah, your okay. thing. What else It's really read? not my thing. Um, and then I read the Twilight series. When they were popular, I happened to be going on a cruise. So I took all those on the cruise and I read all four of them while I was gone for five days. I mean, like I just flew through them. Did I like love them and then have to watch all the movies and become obsessed? No. Were they well, great? I mean, were they, were they good? And did I mean, did I enjoy reading? I was reading. Did I like want it to just couldn't wait for the next? I mean, I already had them all four anyway, and I just read through them. I didn't like the last one nearly as well as I liked the first couple. Was I ever Team Edward or Team? That's Jacob? exactly what I was about to ask. Which team were you on? Neither. Couldn't care didn't less. Give a shit. I really <laughs> couldn't care any less mm -hmm. about any of that. I thought she was an idiot. Bella was an idiot. Just I crap. Was, she did really stupid stuff. But uh, for the record, I'm Team Edward. Okay. I mean, I, look, I get it. Mm -hmm. Totally. And I was Team Edward because I read the books first. It's not uh -huh. who portrayed them. Oh, yeah. Like in the movies and stuff. Yeah, I couldn't care less about that either. Okay. Well, you read all the Suki Stackhouse novels and mm -hmm. you watched True Blood on HBO. Were you Bill Compton or Eric Northman? Again, I could not care less. Okay. I mean, I'm sorry. I just, I mean, I enjoyed it, but I enjoyed that more about the fact that it was like a lot of Southern things that would happen mm -hmm. and she would talk really country sometimes mm -hmm. and she had that Southern whatever to her, you know, sass to her little personality. I really preferred Suki's character and just kind of, I mean, I enjoyed it. But I couldn't care. I have to say, so Suki, I feel like, was a strong character. And I, I do, too. Her, whereas yeah. Bella was not. No. Yes. <clears throat> well, I liked Eric. One, but one was a teenager. One was a teenager. True. And one was an adult. That's so true. that may have had something to do with whether I liked or not. Because I just thought, oh, Lord, this girl is that Bella girl. She just got on my nerves. But Right. She was a high school student. I want to think that I was smarter than that. In high school, but I wasn't. <laughs> I, so I had thought about the Suki Stackhouse series, but I, I did put the Twilight Saga on here only because I wanted your opinion. And that's by okay. Stephanie Meyer, y'all. Fantasy, romance, young adult fiction. Okay, so a series that is super, super popular and the author is controversial that we haven't talked about, Harry Potter. Did you read those books? No. Not one. Okay. So I've read them all. Love them. Have read some of them to my kids. Some of them get dark, and I have not read that to my children. Yeah, but I'm that's a that supernatural magic fantasy mm -hmm. that I really don't. I, yeah, but it's funny. I mean, vampires and stuff. I mean, I don't know. I have to feel drawn. I don't know. I so just I never... was introduced to it by a teacher. Mm -hmm. They read the first book in the series to my seventh grade class. Mm -hmm. So that's how I was introduced. I didn't know it existed. I don't know how I didn't. I guess I lived under a rock, which I, I mean, I did. I was, we lived in a, a little bitty town that right. had a caution light. 
you know, we didn't yeah. down, not where I live currently. So I guess I did live under a rock and she read it to us and I fell in love with it. And then I like read all of them. Like I said, I've read the first couple to my kids and watched yeah. the movies. I'm a Gryffindor. I've taken all the house quizzes. When I find somebody that's read Harry Potter, it's, you know, Potter fans. No, you just, yeah. They, yeah. I mean, like you're diehard. You if you in? are a fan, you're mm-hmm. diehard. Yeah, no, I get it. Aniston I mean, was Harry Potter for reading across America week one year at oh, school cute. when yeah. they dressed up as characters. Yeah. yeah. She had little glasses and the whole, she was cute. 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 All I right. Mean, so, Probably one reason I did not read them is came out is because my eight-year-old read them at the time. He picked them up and wanted to read them. And he was, I mean, he was an avid reader. I mean, he mm-hmm. still is a, a reader, but he doesn't have as much time now to read as he used to. But anyway, he was an avid reader as a child. Both my children were avid readers, actually. Like I bought t- just tons of books when they were little for them but he picked up he was like can I read these and he was eight years old and I was like mm, I guess I don't know I don't know what it's about and I just read a little synopsis I was like yeah whatever why not and he devoured them in one summer all of them in one summer they're a children's YA and I mm-hmm. told you that's not one of my faves like yeah. I have very few that I've read from that genre from that genre that I like and so I just was like okay like a series an adult series you're talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, anything anything you've read that you like that you would recommend to somebody. <clears throat> well, okay. I fell down the Outlander hole and read all of those. Uh, I think Actually, I take that back. I think number eight and nine of the last two, I think I have not read those yet. Um, but I used to listen to those um, on Audible because mm-hmm. I was driving at the time a two-hour commute every day. And I mean, I would listen Are to those. Are they narrated? By like Scottish and English folks. I don't even know, but they're so good just to hear. Just to listen to. Oh, golly. Okay. Let's see series. Okay. Like a sweet heartfelt series that I liked was the Jan Karen Mitford series. Sweet heartfelt. It's about a little vicar who lives in this little town. Anyway, it's just really sweet. Um, Those are feel good, you know, little books. Let's see. Oh. Probably one of my favorites there, if not favorite, a series that I really enjoyed, gave five stars to, was a set of, it's a children's YA, it's by someone called Alan Bradley, the author, and the name of the series is Flavia de Luz, and it's this little girl who, like, doesn't fit in, but she loves, like, mysteries and stuff, and weird things happen, and she winds up solving all the little crazy mysteries, and you know, anyway, it's super cute. I love that one. Gosh, I don't know. So that do, I you have read, do you think you read more standalones versus series? You know, because some people don't want to get wrapped yeah, in. Way. Yeah. No, I mean, and I like the series. I, I mean, if I like the first yeah. one, I'll keep reading the series. Okay. But I don't pick up a book because it's in a series and want to start a brand new series. I pick up a book because I've heard like I might like that author or it's in a genre I like or something like that. And I'll pick it up. I'm more about reading, I think, authors. Like if I find an author I like, I'll try to read a lot of stuff that they've written until they write something that I don't like. And then I'm like, eh, I'm out. And I pick up somebody else. I wonder if that's generational because Maybe. that's, well, I say generational. You and my mom are not in the same generation. I'm not trying to loop y'all. I'm as much okay. older than Camille. My mom is very much into an author 
and then there were like two authors, you know, mm-hmm. so I hope I've read all of theirs. I'm waiting on this other one, you know, so I'm going to read this. And then there were like three and maybe four. So then it was just about authors. Like that's all mm-hmm. she would read and see, like I have favorite authors and I have people that I really enjoy their work and yeah. I read multiple things by them, but I'm not going to just devour them. I get hung up in a genre that I like, like historical fiction. I probably didn't read anything but historical fiction for like a solid 12 months. And I've gotten into the smut and it was hard to get out of it. But I finally told myself I've got to put something else in my head other than all of this mess and get right. pulled out of it. So that's interesting. You guys, if you're watching on YouTube, gmail.com and tell us, Tell us your age or your general authors, or is it genres, or what is it? You know, tell mm-hmm. us y'all's personal mm-hmm. opinion because yeah, for sure. I, I think that's really interesting because when we were planning this, we were like, let's talk favorite authors, and I was like, I mean, I like them, but you know, like it sounded like you definitely had some, but then yeah, I, you know, sure. then we're talking about favorite series, you don't have as many, and I got like a slew. So I mean, but that's also just people's differences. Yeah, absolutely. Well, speaking of series, I've only got two I mean we kind of talked about some but two that I really want to talk about one you don't care about so um it's the Black Winter series by Darcy Coates and Darcy Coates is one of my favorite authors and I did try to devour all of her stuff and actually that is the newest book I'm about to read it's her newest release it just came out a week Almost a week ago today, I mean, it's called Dead of Winter by Darcy Coates, but the Black Winter series, I didn't know it was a series. The very first book was called Voices in the Snow. I picked it up at Barnes and Noble because I had received a gift card for my birthday. Okay. Didn't know it was a series and it ended on a cliffhanger. And I'm like, what the hell? And then like, I, you know, read the back of the book and I'm like, oh my God, it's a series. Thank God. I was like, if I don't know what happens to these characters and what? Right. I would have imploded because I really enjoyed the book. I devoured yeah. it. And I was I get emotionally invested into characters. And that's a lot of times yeah. why I won't give up on a book because I just have to know. I don't I don't super care, yeah. but I just need to know. I so the Black that. Winter series by Darcy Coates. I'm skimming it because it's horror and Camille don't care. It's four books. Okay. If y'all are into that, y'all look it okay. up. If you want a little smutty series, Crook okay. Crows. I think there are four books in it. It's by um, Elena Lawson. Okay. It, it is action and suspense. Oh, okay. But let me tell you, it is smut. And if that oh. one book made you blush, this book is going to make you, oh my God. Okay. I'll have to be in the right mood for that one. <laughs> it's a reverse harem. And I don't typically like that. I don't like a character having more than one lover or more than one love interest. Uh I have read that and that is what this series is. So it's like, I can't believe I'm recommending it, but Mm -hmm. I liked the storyline. The main character is a total badass, strong, independent character, but it is gang author that I know you and I both like is Geneva Rose. We have mentioned her or her oh, books multiple Geneva times. Geneva Rose. Yes, absolutely. How many of her books have her. you read? Three now, mm-hmm. three or four now, I think. Of the ones I've read, I think right now my favorite might be One of Us is Dead. And you've talked about that one on before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that might be my favorite so far. I just finished You Shouldn't Have Come Here with a, a friend. I did a buddy read with that one. It was good. I mean, it was really good, but I 
I don't know. I thought it was. She just has such good twisty things, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, like I wrote, I wrote that down on my to be read mm-hmm. list after you had met me. Yeah. And I know we've talked about it. I've mentioned it before. The perfect marriage. Like she's smart. The way she writes is so smart because mm-hmm. she threw in, I'm not going to give it away because you guys should read it. She gave you just a tad bit of a little nugget of information without blankly saying, pay attention to me, look at I me. Oh. That could have kind of helped lead you in the right direction. And like, when you finish it, you're just like, she's clever. I just I like her. I, know. I just like her. Yeah. What other author do you enjoy? Okay. So for like a kind of like mystery with a little humor, quirky is an author you may not have heard of. I don't know. His name is Carl Hyacin. Um, All of his books are set in Florida and have some humor about them, but like they're also like a mystery, you know, to tie every kind of at the end, you figure out how all the different uh, people relate because like one chapter might be like uh, some people and you're like did I just skip over but if you keep on like characters tie in at the very end I love that and then I found this woman is an Irish author and (laughs) writes books about Ireland they're all like look cute little novels Maeve M-A-E-V-E Vinci B-I-N-C-H-Y Maeve Vinci is her name and they just like that last name again last name B-I-N-C-H-Y Vinci I don't know how to pronounce it so if I screw that up all my Irish speakers sorry but I found her on one of those challenges I did a few years ago. Okay. Anyway, I did it a few, I found her, discovered a book because I had to read for a specific, like a book set in Ireland and I just like Google some crap or, you know, whatever on Goodreads and found her and was like, okay, this looks good. I'll just give it a try. And then I wound up reading a ton of her books because I just loved her style of writing, you know, and all Mm -hmm. of the stories are real sweet and kind of have that just sweet, touching little happy ending and all the people like you figure out how all the people relate at the end you know how their lives intertwine i don't know i thought it was really good and then of course my all ireland Uh if y'all ever do like countries or whatever related again i think it's called the wonder or the wanderer i think it's the wonder by emma donahue okay and her Oh, so there is like a religious, okay, religious own England versus Ireland, and oh, you yeah. know, it's good. The ending was really good because you're reading it thinking, "Oh my God, are, are things going to work out for these folks?" Like it's oh, yeah, because it it centers around a child. It's centered around a child and a nurse. So if you are into like Florence Nightingale and nursing oh, yeah. and like. A good religious type read and kind of historical mm. fiction set in another time. Like it's a good one. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. That's probably some of my, some of my facts. Tell me what you got. Well, I was going to say, we've been talking for a long time and y- y'all better send like, thank you because you know, Camille and I talk and it's hilarious because I was like, I literally in a text to Camille yesterday said, this will be a short little buttoned up refreshing episode we may have to do a part two on this one we, we can like we can talk about books multiple times because oh, like camille yeah. step says we can do whatever we want and we will okay we've talked to authors we've talked do not finish we've talked some unpopular opinion some of my favorite books yeah this is a historical fiction it's called the alice network by kate quinn okay if it's romance 
it's suspense thriller. Okay. It is not smutty. Okay. So like if you have children that you like young kids that read well beyond their age, like their grade level, I'm not going to say it's appropriate for an eight-year-old. There are, there is some like abuse and some stuff, but there's not, there's no sex scenes or nothing like inappropriate. Yeah. Um, It's really good. I will recommend this book for years to come because like I liked it that much. Another historical fiction that I liked um, to capture what we cannot keep that was popular. Okay. I don't know. Eight years ago, maybe that is by Beatrice Collin and it is historical fiction. Okay. I've got two more little smutty suggestions, references, the words by Ava Jade. It is the first book in a series The second book does not follow these characters. It follows other characters mentioned in the book. And that the second one is like a two-parter. So it's three books total. I have not read the last two because I liked the words so much. And I liked those, those main characters so much. Like the other ones were important, but I was like, I don't really care what happens in their life. I don't have to finish it. Although I do like Ava Jade. She does write romance and smutty stuff. The words, I really liked it. And another one, another little smutty, although I Googled this, the internet lists this as romance. I don't know if like Amazon or Goodreads doesn't want to like slap the smut label on it, but The Ritual by Chantel Tess that's not, it is, y'all, I would not say that was romance, not in the least. Yes, there are characters that have feelings for each other, right? and ultimately, I would say love each other, but y'all, it's about lust. It is not about love, and I read a scene from this book to my husband, and his jaw dropped, and he could not believe I was reading stuff like this. He was just like, is this like everything you read? And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. This is like, <laughs> so Um, it's don't let your children near it. Like, you should probably be like 30 or older before you read this book. Recently, I really like um, Frida McFadden. <gasps> yes, I love her. Yes. Uh, I the love first her. one I read was The Housemaid. Yes. And then I read the second second one. one. Yep. I read it very quickly. And I think she's coming out with the third one in that sink, like in the fall, maybe. She has some other ones too, but I have not read those. They're on my TBR, but. The inmate. um, Yeah. Oh, yes. The inmate. Yes. And then there's one about something about lie, like never lie or. Maybe. She has published a lot. I'm going to say people, other people who read a lot that I talk to, they're critical of her. Hmm. they're like if you've read one you've read them all but hmm. I think she surprised people with her newer books I've never read anything by her that I didn't like not ever well a lot it, of people say that though about people like John Grisham you've read right. one of his books you've read them all it's because they're all legal thrillers right I, I mean she's good it, at what she writes that's yeah exactly I mean that's my point and some people either love or hate him too like I get it mm-hmm. but I mean like you can still enjoy them even knowing, okay, I'm reading a legal thriller by the same author I just read, you know, two weeks ago. You can still enjoy it because it's different characters, different scenes, different right. scenario. I mean, like stuff like that, different time periods. I like Greg Isles. Now, mm-hmm. his are like real thrillery, psychologically suspense, I'm some of them. But Greg Isles, he's a uh, Mississippi author as well. I really like him. I got into 
reading a lot of Mississippi authors at one time, but um, okay, surprise read that I've ever found author, Mm -hmm. surprise author. And this was because I read in one of my challenges or whatever, and I don't do all those anymore, but when I was doing all that, Louis L'Amour Westerns, like old people, they're so good. They're so like, just, they just have this good, it's like, I don't even... I don't I'm, even care about that stuff. I would not watch a Western on TV, but these just have like, they're wholesome. They're just good. I don't know. And so that's crazy. you read all these horrible smuts, then you need to read these. I need to read a good wholesome. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, no, like Louis L'Amour is like who your great grandfather, like, I mean, like grandfather read like all the Louis L'Amour book. I mean, like, I'm just, anyway. Yeah. When you said Surprise. this, the like the mental image that came to my mind was like a yard sale yes, and like right an old man in overalls out there yep. selling mm-hmm. you know just making space yep. you know whatever yeah I'm mm-hmm. not trying to knock it I no, I mean I, I support it, I liked it yeah reading I think reading is stellar and I okay. don't don't let anybody knock you down because of what you like to read because my god like reading is such a, a powerful tool like knowledge is power you know yeah, absolutely. read what you yeah. like it because yeah. same as that dnf you can do what you want to you don't want to finish it don't you want to read yeah. a western by god if it makes you happy you read it yeah i mean there's no book police that are telling you you cannot read that or i mean like in my mind you know like as an adult i can read whatever i want to i mean well, something that I can't believe that neither of us have mentioned, especially okay. being in the South, where the crawdads sing. I mean, I read it. I liked it. I didn't see the movie. So I've read it and I've seen the movie. The movie was great. And I don't, okay. that's usually my thing. Yeah. Movies are as good. Not ever, 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 ever. Yeah. Not going to say that they aren't enjoyable or that I don't like them or I haven't watched them more than once, but the book is always better. The movie was good. It's the first time I feel like that I have enjoyed a book and enjoyed the movie fairly okay. equally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, good. I read it when it came out. I mean, I, I enjoyed it, but. All right, critic Camille, what did you give it? You aren't loving it. Oh gosh. I can't remember. Probably a three. I probably gave it a three. All right. Y'all, it it's still good. Other people like, we don't like authors. Anything else no, you got on your list? No. I mean, not for this time. We're going to have to do another one of these. We're going to have to break down, break it down some more later. We'll have to read I've some got more stuff. One more. One little okay. thing, and I'll save yeah. my other one for the next time. Okay. It was super popular on Book Talk. I read it when it was like super popular, which I say I'll never do, and I did. Uh-huh. And I'm so disappointed. So I'm still going to stay behind the times. Okay. You have not read it. I don't recommend you read it. You wouldn't want to anyway. Tender is the flesh. I know okay. you've had to hear about it at least because it was Maybe. everywhere. Even okay. like, cause I'm on a, a horror book recommendation on Facebook, but I'm also on like just a thousand other ones. This one was like across all the social media. People okay. were talking about it. Okay. So it was originally written in Spanish um, and then it was translated and it's now been translated in like 14 other languages. Like people around the world were like devouring this book. Okay. Everybody loves it. I've only met one other person who's read it and didn't like it. I hated it. It was horrible. Do not read it. I don't want to say do not read it. Y'all are entitled to like what you like, right? Right, right, right. But if you want my true, honest opinion that goes against mainstream, what everybody else says, that book was horrible. The, like, 
the plot could have been phenomenal. It evoked a lot of emotions, but even like you're, it, it makes you mad, it makes you cry, whatever. You still couldn't even give it a four, even if it was something you liked, because the ending was garbage. Okay. The ending made me so mad, but like, it just like lollygagged. It's just like scenes she put in there were totally pointless things that she should have like drove home or could have been like really impactful. They just weren't. And some yeah. people are like, maybe it's lost in translation. And I just don't think it was. I just think her writing style was just, I don't think I could like anything that she wrote. And I'm sorry, I don't have her name. It's Spanish. I think she's um, from, and y'all in this accent and me not knowing how to say it. I don't want to pronounce it on because y'all will <laughs> rip me to shreds. It, I don't, oh God. And it aggravates me because it was recommended to me by so many people. Like yeah. the end cap in the bookstore raved. They had like hundreds of copies. Huh. Like it was just the end all be all. And it was not, it, it wasn't. I will say. It this, did not reach its target audience with you, did it? It didn't. It, I will say that it evoked emotion. And I know that's what any artist music, right, right, writing, right, right. whatever right. it's trying to do. Y'all live on a farm. I like meat. Steak is like my favorite food. Let me tell you, it turned me off to meat. And the first, it took me days to eat meat. And I'm a meat at every meal kind of person. And when I finally did eat meat, I thought I was going to be sick. So like, mm -hmm. it stayed with me in the worst of ways. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to close on that, y'all, because right. crazy about it. <laughs> well, this has been super fun, and we will do another one of these because this is definitely going to be a long But thank y'all for being here and for hanging in with us if you're still listening. If at you're this still point. listening. Yeah, so leave us some recommendations. I mean, let us know what you like to read. Books we discussed, if you like them, love them, hate them. So yeah. we're okay with Rip it. Rip us to shred about Greg Gatsby because we don't <laughs> There you go. Exactly. All right. Well, y'all have a great one and uh, we will talk to you later. Thanks, guys. All right. Bye. See ya.